Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of Tailenders in Pajamas. Last episode we have spoken about uh, Mumbai Indians, but this time we are going to the most entertaining team uh, in all of uh, IPL history, I guess. Royal Challengers Bengaluru, the franchise which Virat Kohli represented for the last, I think, fifteen years. I mean, ever from the start, and the only guy to do so. Uh, so actually, RCB has been pretty decent in the last couple of years. Considering they had been to playoff, but eventually the gas, uh, how to say, went out and they couldn't uh, be at their best. But still, nevertheless, they had actually found uh, very good players in form of Siraj, Maxwell, you know, they were the particular in the recent years, even uh, KS Bharat. Well, prior to the auction, I mean, I really, I mean, ABD's retirement sent a bit of shock for them, I mean, was obviously a bit of shock for them, but it's a may- it's a sensible decision on ABD's side to considering he might not be sure about the three years being you know a part of the franchise. So he didn't turn up, but uh, RCB did go with Virat Kohli, Glenn Maxwell, and Mohamed Siraj at uh, 15 crore, 11 crore, and 7 crore respectively. Well, Virat is go- going to get paid 17 to extra outside the world money. That's obviously, I mean, that's pretty obvious considering he is the most marketable player around. Mm-hmm. But the main confusion was who will be the captain. I mean, Virat clearly said he won't be coming back as a captain for any of the teams he's going to represent. And they also let go of some of the very good uh, loyal players to them, like Washington Sundar, Yuzvendra Chahal, and even Harshal Patel. So, you know, it was pretty like getting I mean, Siraj reta- getting retained over Harshal Patel was something shocking considering Harshal Patel was the purple cap winner for the recently concluded edition. Well, heading into the auction, they had their plan clear. I mean, no one really expected uh, someone to go after Duplessis like uh, how RCB did. I mean, they and CSK were toe-to-toe for Duplessis, but obviously RCB's superior wallet amount let, I mean, let CSK go down. And I think that's a pretty decent move considering they need a captain and uh, I somehow don't feel that they felt Maxwell is up for it. So they went for uh, Max uh, Duplessis and they got a captain and they need to retain their prime bowler from last time around Harshal Patel and boy they did that. They had spent 10.75 crore on that guy. And another, not exactly weird, but uh, dumb move by them by is like releasing Hasaranga. I mean, they should have expected he'll go in about 8. Had they retained, they would have gotten him at less than 6. But yes, he did go for 10.75. I mean, it's understandable considering he's the best T20 spinner and a guy who can be handy with the bat down the order. So now they had to go for middle order with no ABD. It's going to be looking a bit bleak. So they went after the experienced. Once a franchisee player, Dinesh Karthik, and that's actually solved the wicket keeping issues too for them. And coming to the other bowling departments, recruits, they had gone for Josh Hazelwood. Pretty good guy, if you ask me. And apart from that, if you ask me honestly, RCB couldn't exactly get the players they needed. I mean, so the other pace bowlers include Siddharth Khaul, Jason Berendorf, and Sherfan Rutherford. I mean, these are the you know, these are the guys who will just fill your roster up, not exactly the guys who will, you know, exactly like you know, lit your time I mean, lit your team on fire. They need game changers, and unfortunately, that's not going to be the case now. And the same old problem which persisted from previous times, the pressure on Virat Kohli, it's still going to stay because the most likely lineup, you know, that probably will include uh, these players like uh, 
Mahipal, Lomroor. I mean, these are the guys who can be good. I mean, they have potential and everything, but can they start? So, the starting eleven might not be that great for them. And uh, honestly, I mean, I feel still feel they should have done better because the inclusion of Siddharth Kaul like, doesn't make much of a sense. I mean, they went for almost one crore for him. Still, they should have gotten like one of one quality bowler instead of two three average ones. And they also went for K Gautam and uh, Ankit Rajput. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad, my bad. Well, that's what about RCB squaders. And I'm really wondering, like, what what position you know each of them will play? Will Virat open? Because Virat opening that will actually lead to the team's instability. I think it's better he comes down in that one down position. He used to play for India at times, and even RCB prior. Well, the best thing about RCB is like their bowling looks strong. I mean, for the first time, I guess, in the entire history of their uh, existence, the first time ever the bowling is better than batting for them. I mean, how often do you listen in terms, you know, with respect to RCB? I mean, they have Mohamed Sira, they have Harshal Patel, and they have Josh Hazelwood, and they have Hasaranga. So these are the four quality bowlers. And for the fifth bowler option, obviously, they have got, uh, you know, Maxi can bowl a one or couple of overs if required. And... Uh, there are some good bowlers. I mean, if you, if you want a premium spinner, they have Karan Sharma and they even have Shahbaz Ahmed and even Akash Deep is there. Yeah, the bowling is good actually. So, fingers crossed for them anyway. I mean, for sure they're going to be entertaining yet again. But still, so my final prediction for RCB is uh, they think they'll be in top six or something. It all goes down on how Duplessis and Virat can you know handle the batting over there. So guys, that's it for Royal Challengers Bengaluru. Let's see the ever-going phrase, Isala Kapunam, they will you know, come to fruition this time around. So thank you guys for listening and we'll be back with another episode very soon. Thank you. Thank you.